Hey everyone, welcome back to part two of our podcast segment with Annie, Ann, and Ross from My Travel. I'll be passing it back to my colleague, Sean, to continue the conversation. So would you say that like the friendship and relationships you three have built have really helped strengthen your foundation at My Travel? I would say so. Ross, Ann? I just see Ross chuckling on the side. No, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, as Annie mentioned, uh, we were just like mutual friends before this project. But I think now that, you know, I worked with her and Anne for the last almost year now. Um, yeah, our, our friendship and relationship has definitely grown for sure. Um, I can definitely see my friend, see myself being friends with these guys outside of this project as well. I know Anne and Ross bonded because they both have, they both have cats. That's for sure. Yeah, you have a cat too. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> we're all cat people here <laughs> really all three cat people no dog person dog person my you are but but you have a cat my boyfriend has a cat but I'm always oh, okay so like it's I guess it's my cat now too yeah so. <laughs> kind of by like association <laughs> um so just to kind of move on um really curious because your company is based around travel. Um, how have things changed since COVID-19 has hit? Well, actually things haven't really changed for us. In fact, we're more optimistic about our product than ever because everyone's just dying to go traveling again. I'm sure all five of us in this chat are all dying to go traveling. I know I am. So we're actually very, very optimistic and very positive about our product because we think, you know, once we release it, everybody's going to, everybody's going to definitely try to use it. And hopefully when they do use it, they enjoy it and it solves their problem and they continue to use it until they're friends. Um, and then once COVID is over, you know, they can put it to full use and start actually using that to plan their trips further, further ahead. So yeah, we've been, we've been just flying through COVID to be honest with you. This has been the best part about COVID for us, for sure. Yeah, like a lot of our competitors that we initially had um, actually aren't our competitors anymore because they stopped production during this time too. So it just gave us more like leverage in trying to fill out my travel because it's in development. So we don't have like really big overhead costs on our end. So I think that really helps on the business side too. I thought it was very interesting that you said that the COVID, which a lot of people seem to think has brought a lot of um, disadvantages, um, turnarounds for their own businesses, has actually brought new passion and new opportunity for my travel. And would you say that came a lot from the mentality that you had going into the pandemic? Um, I don't know. Personally, for me, when the pandemic started, I was, wasn't too excited. Well, I was excited because I got to work from home. But then as you know, the months went on, I'm like, oh, this, 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 I can't see my friends. I can't do anything, right? Um, but, you know, once... I think once I joined my travel and once I, again, I keep going back to the fact that once I understood Annie's vision for the product, um, I felt a lot more excitement because I realized what a huge opportunity this is. So I think from that point on, especially when I started to develop it and really got into it and, you know, got excited, uh, things kind of went up for me, that's for sure. For me personally, I was, I tried to be, uh, I try to be very active. <laughs> um, so, you know, things like, I think back then, uh, before I would be, right before I was working on my travel, I was the 
coordinator for a mentorship program. Um, so I already got involved in a way, and then, you know, there's like COVID came and then uh, suddenly I couldn't host workshops with students anymore. And that made me uh, feel uh, rather sad. Um, but yeah, I just keep moving on. And at first there were like some setbacks because, um, you know, kind of took time to adjust the things. Um, and then as a designer, most of our projects uh, tend to be in person and now have converted all into you know like online meetings and um you know being like a person who <laughs> just like talking to people and getting to know people um uh that actually was a challenge because um yeah because uh it's just more it's just so much more difficult and more awkward <laughs> doing all those things online but um yeah just like slowly moving forward it's just the new normal uh all of us got to get used to it and you know, I still like try to check in with people and, you know, like privately or stuff like that, like just make sure to show that um, you care about them extra <laughs> um, for everything to go smoothly. So, so yeah, so for me, it definitely affected my, um, you know, like my ability to lead. Um, but, but yeah, like you just uh, grow and adapt um, in your role, I guess. That's what happened to me. <laughs> And I actually really like this question because um, I think for us, because my travel, when, when, we, when I first started, the idea first came in June 2019. So it was like way before COVID happened. And then we started developing it, right? And then we got the MVP done with the BCIT students back in December 2019. And then it was more the testing phase in January onwards. So in January, February, I got into a program called Legal Innovators as well as New Ventures BC. And that was where I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to do a lot of market research. So that was what, what that happened. And then COVID hit around like March-ish for Canada. And at, at that time, a lot of the people that were in the program were just like, what are you going to do, Annie? Because like, you know, COVID hit, travel's done. Like, are you just going to switch your idea? And that time, I'm just like, I, but I feel like there's so much potential in this idea, even after COVID. Like, if we can write it out, it should be okay. But the thing is, how am I going to like, you know, keep going with this right so it's a lot of the mindset initial mindset as was a first big blocker but then as I always say like you can see something as like obstacle or you can see as opportunity and I'm like you know, I just take it out the opportunity way and see what happens and then through COVID I realized that um, I was actually able to grow my team from like just me myself and I to a team of like nine amazing individuals including Anna and Ross because a lot of them at the time lost students did lose like their full-time co-ops or they, they lost their full-time jobs but they were looking for a lot of volunteer experiences to really help build their portfolio so that was able to help me like meet potential students who want to help out and also meet like potential like people who have a full-time position too sorry it's like an end message for that position too as well and then from there on it's like oh I was able to build my team because of COVID but also just that like I don't need to worry too much about my competitors anymore because a lot of my competitors are taking a break for the time being since there's no there's a lot of overhead for them and just even beyond that it was just the fact that as what Ross mentioned earlier people are craving to go travel soon and people are dying to you know be able to plan their trips and being able to like you know take their trip planning abroad to anywhere they want to go so there's a lot of like dream planning going on right now too so I think like depending on how you see an obstacle it can either be a, an opportunity or it could just be an obstacle that blocks your way and you might, might have to give up idea so I think I think it's really about like mindset and how you want to view something yeah, it sounds like you guys have the perfect mindset to tackle the pandemic. It's honestly like Vanessa said, you really don't hear a lot of that. Like you mostly hear people saying, this sucks. <laughs> like, I want to go back to work. I want to go back to campus. 
Um, so I just had a question for Anne specifically, actually, you talked a little bit about your projects, how they used to be in person. So just wondering, um, as a lead designer, what type of projects do you usually and mostly focus on for my travel? Um, sure. So, um, so there's just like two main aspects of designing that the design team is supposed to take care of um, within my travel. So first is, is of course, uh, the brand system. So this is where basically the design team works with the marketing team, which is uh, managed by Annie to ideate and solidify my travel's brand identity package. So um, they work on the content, they work on the messages and we work on the design artifacts. Um, and then second thing, which is just central to what our team does is to design the product. Um, so we basically get involved in the whole um, design thinking, design creation process from doing research with maybe um, Annie and also one market research. And then we would um, ideate features uh, within the design team, we created personas, um, did a journey map, all that, and then would get any involved as well as Rob was not there back then, but then we had like um, the software engineers on the team also get involved and then just gonna talk about, you know, what products, uh, what features are good to have, what features are feasible. So um, from then, just gonna move on to the main thing that the design team do is to create prototype mockup for the products. And then from there, we're gonna also take care of the testing, um, you know, um, phase that comes after that. Uh, but yeah, it's just like the main thing is to collaborate with other teams to kind of shape the product. So that's really like the, the main thing and most important thing for, for the designers on the team. That's amazing to hear. And for you, Ross, as the lead software developer, um, what type of challenges have you faced um, during the pandemic to make your site more accessible? Um, <clears throat> I, I wouldn't say I faced challenges or I wouldn't say the engineering team faced challenges in terms of accessibility per se. Uh, the one challenge that we did face as the engineering team is um, cutting down scope of the project, um, just because initially when we started building the product, um, you know, we, we didn't really have a clear timeline of, um, we had, we had all these ideas to build all these different products, right. But we had no idea of how long things would take to build. Um, so we initially thought we could build a lot of features really quickly, like maybe in half a year. Uh, but when we really broke down all of our features into really small tasks and how long each task might potentially take, we realized that if we want to release a product, we should focus on one product out of those many products and maybe focus on like really core features of that product. So we decided to choose the planning board because I think that's kind of where all trip planning starts. Uh, and we actually even trimmed down the scope of that project. We took out some, some features that are not fully necessary to have this product launched uh, in order for us to actually complete it and build it by June 2021. Um, so definitely scoping out was one of the biggest issues we had, not just as the engineering team, but as a design and as a business team to, you know, tackle, right? Um, so yeah. 
Yeah, it sounds like you're definitely not short on innovative ideas. So um, I'm guessing though, like eventually you're gonna have most of that up probably? For sure, we definitely have plans to complete all the other features. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the itinerary is our next big feature that we're going to work on. Uh, but again, for the itinerary to exist, the planning board must exist first because that is what the itinerary is based on. Um, hence why this is our first product and it's gonna be kind of the core drive of um, you know the beginning of all the trip planning experience for my travel. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, and Annie, you talked a bit about your trips and I read that really cool story on my travels website. And I'm really sorry if I'm asking you to repeat something here, but we were just wondering what was like the nature of those trips? Like there was one for school, I think, right? Um, but were any others for like business or adventure? So most of them are actually both for my study abroad um, adventures. But when I was studying abroad, for example, in Taiwan, I actually did do a co-op. Uh, I did like a summer internship in Taiwan too. So some of the photos there is with a big group of people like, when there was like a light shining on me, like that picture is actually one of our work trips. So we were out celebrating before we all left. So that was like a work trip photo. And did we name any ones or other study abroad trips? Like we went to, for example, like the one that was in a cave that was in Budapest. So that was actually my first solo trip. And then the other ones off the top of my head, some of them went in Milan, Italy, some of them went in um, Paris and all the other places too. So, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Hope to go on exchange one day. So if you have any tips besides using my travel, of course, once uh, the borders open up, let us know. Yeah, um, I'm more than happy to share any like study abroad tips or even application tips too, especially because you both are, B, you both are BD students. So it makes it easier. Yeah. Do you have any tips off the top of your head? Don't wait until the last minute to get reference letters. Just make sure you get that done immediately, especially if you have like a prop that you really like or really like shoot back in like your earlier years, get that done first. So you need to go back to find them after a couple of years later. Um, and then the thing I always say is if you want to go on exchange more than once, apply for all three exchange terms because you can go up to exchange up to three terms or up to like 36 credits is what they usually say. So if you just open one application, you can actually do multiple applications at the same time. So you can do like your fall 2021, spring 2022, summer 2022, all together one application as opposed to reapplying each year. So for me, like I applied for both my exchanges separately, but after working in the office, I realized you can apply it all together. So you only need like one reference letter as opposed to three reference letters from different profs. So that's like one quick tip there. Yeah, honestly, already sounds like a total time saver. <laughs> so thanks to Zoom for that. Um, just kind of one of our last questions is uh, we've talked about your launches and the different things that you're coming out with. Um, you also mentioned your upcoming one. So just kind of wondering what are the specifics in this upcoming launch that you're having? And so say no for the planning board. Uh, the main thing about it is for people uh, to go on that same platform and call by Rick Charger on the you know, inspiration ideas so is basically what places they want to go to and, you know, what they want to do, um, you know, what kind of things they're supposed to bring on with the trip. So all of that small little things. But that itinerary is something coming up next that would basically put all those things together. So um, planning is the planning what happens while you're in the planning phase. Itinerary is more like, you know, a list of finalize activities and places that you want to visit 
And with that, user will be able to, you know, um, bring the itinerary with them while they're traveling and directly refer to it rather than, you know, dealing with a very messy planning board. Um, so, so yeah, also we see the itinerary being used by solo traveler for, you know, planning. If they want to plan roughly, um, then that's something for them as well. So yeah, just where that feature comes into, you know, the whole um, traveling process. And for anyone that's interested, we're launching, as Mars mentioned, in June 2021, but you can actually start signing up now on our website, like www.mitrablapp.com, mytravel.com directly. So you can put your email there and then you receive like um, a quick access. Once we do launch, you'll be the first early users of the platform. And we also might be choosing a couple of people on our mailing list that we do like beta testing with. So they might get even more early early access too. So just a heads up there if anyone's interested in like trying to try the platform before it launches officially. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome opportunity to get uh, early access to something that sounds so cool. Um, I guess we're probably gonna have to wrap up soon. We're getting near that hour long mark. Um, just wondering since our theme, as you know, is um, inspiration and motivation. Just wondering if you guys have any last words you wanna say to students or Isaacers um, maybe those that are struggling with the travel bug that can't get out. Um, if there's anything you want to share with them before we log off today. In terms of the entrepreneurial topics, and I know we just did that for the Isaac and Isaac Natural Congress um, Entrepreneur Playground. I know a lot of students right now are, are interested in starting their own businesses, but are not too sure yet of what to do because they're like, oh, like I want to do X or Z, but most are worried about like ABC. I would just say just start it because you will never foresee what's to come and don't like let your inner mind, your inner you talk to like stop you from starting something, you just start it and then you can always figure things out afterwards. When you start overthinking a lot of things, a lot of things that you overthink about might not even happen. I know for me, myself, when I started like, my business, there were some things I overthink about that never really happened even to now. And it's been like almost like one and a half years during my travel. So I would say just start now and then you can figure things out later and things might always like change there afterwards. In terms of traveling, I would say, um, if you really are interested in traveling and really miss traveling, really just start planning now, right? Because it saves you so much trouble trouble layer onwards too, because you can just like, oh, you just rip up your travel plan, like, oh, I'm ready to go, I'm, you know, just buy a ticket and just like go, as opposed to, you know, like now the borders are open, you like start planning for your trips again and like really, really, really wasting time. So before the borders are open and before the travel restrictions are lifted, just use that time to start planning. So when these two are lifted and are open, you can just like buy your ticket, whether it's like a flight ticket, train ticket, et cetera. And you, you can just go experience your travels abroad immediately about worries. Ross. I agree with Danny. Uh, yeah, the only one thing I'd add is um, this is a great time to learn anything you want because there's so much time on your hands. So if you uh, want to learn some topic, just go on YouTube and YouTube it and then like spend a few weeks learning it. Because then once the pandemic is over, you're not going to do it. Oh, and don't forget to network. I think right now is also a great time because a lot of professionals, like even like Ross, myself, and Anne, like we're all at our home, always by a computer. So we're always available to chat with students anytime. Like there really isn't that restriction where we need to meet at a coffee shop. We need to plan all that like mini steps to meet someone. Right now it's like, oh, I want to meet next week. Sure, let's do a Zoom call then. Like it just makes it a lot easier for you to network with any professionals right now. So really use that to your advantage because once COVID is gone, you might have a lot more like, back and forth, like organizing happening. So yeah. And how about you, anything else to add? 
Uh, I guess um, like it can be it can be challenging during this time, but um, if you have the chance, you know, try to. I mean, yeah, like, like okay, be safe and be considerate. But you could still like you know, if not taking up, I'm taking on like a little longer, and for the trip, it can also go on like you know, small mini trips. I don't know. <laughs> I just tend to like go to the suburban, um, with not with friends or with like like very close family members only. Okay, um, you know, it's like so try to get it on because like stay home the whole time, working and studying can be very actually can be very bad for your mental health. So always, you know, try to take up the opportunity to get out and keep learning, um, keep doing things, um, get close to the nature, I guess. Um, so yeah, just just try to keep that that sense of balance because when you stay inside, um, indoor too much, you just like, oh, like, I have the chance to like to keep working, 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 and that's like the case for me. Uh, it could be so damaging. So so yeah, I would say. So just to keep you doing like small things that actually matter. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us guys. Seems like we're out of time, uh, but we really loved picking your brains today. I think I can speak for myself and Vanessa and saying that I already learned so much after just an hour of talking to you. Um, so I think Vanessa, you can end the recording here. Sounds good. Thank you so much everyone for tuning in to our part two segment with my travel, Annie, Anne, and Ross. And have a great rest of your day. See you guys soon.